Podcast number 13. <laughs> Justin Potney with you. Lucky number 13. It's Kimberly here, too. I, I guess, is it traditionally not a lucky number? I'm not that, sure. Because that's why there's no number 13 in an elevator. That's right. Or hotels or, yeah. Right. Yeah, there's yeah. no floor number 13, which is funny. I, I need to ask a buddy of mine. He's an elevator mechanic. Okay. I actually know two elevator mechanics. Really? I yes. don't know any. It's a very interesting career. Because it is, it's very, you need to know somebody because there's not a ton of them. Yeah. But it is a very hard career. Like you have to have a lot of knowledge and a lot of different things. And I know that probably it's a weird world that people probably don't even think of. Yeah, I would never. But no, having a really good friend uh, in the business and he's been doing it for forever. He is knowing his uncle got him into the, the career in the first point i think uh but he is just uh he kind of showed me the ins and outs i've been with him on a couple of jobs yeah it really is something interesting like it's the amount of logic that goes into it the amount of uh mechanics and the uh amount of electronic knowledge you need to have is is really next level so anyway i don't know how we got (laughs) talking about elevators maybe i should get elevator bob here on the show one day and he'll be able to tell us more about the elevator music yeah exactly we're good at elevator music (laughs) um so i'm kind of wondering uh kim in your world kids are off this week they are so it's been kind of good because i can get my my stuff together and get to work without having to race them out the door but then right now they're sitting there doing nothing right now (laughs) (laughs) so you know you gotta take one with the other i guess yeah it's not like you could just put them to work and be like yeah here uh, list of chores yeah build this uh (laughs) build this attachment on our house yeah exactly exactly well i guess that's kind of the challenging part is both you and your husband are at work i'm assuming yes yeah and so just keeping them busy on their own accord well it's kind of nice because you know they're at that where they can too. That's true. At least they're not younger. Where yeah, yeah, and then you're working, like worrying about daycare or whatever, right? So yeah. don't have to worry about that. So that's yeah. nice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I uh, hopefully uh, they are able to make the most out of their next couple of days because those are always nice to have as those those weeks off in school. And that's the thing is we never had this week. This is kind of a newfangled no, thing. Here. I've never grown up like there's spring break, there's fall break here. Yeah, a couple, couple days around Easter. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. This whole week off thing. Wow. Something. Yeah. If only we could do that in like when we adult, like <laughs> yeah, in our real yeah. jobs. That would be nice too. Yeah. We do get, I mean, we do get our holiday holiday weeks, but just like an all across the board, everybody yeah. gets the week off thing. Yeah. Would be pretty interesting. I think that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd be up <laughs> Well for deserved. It. Well deserved. Yeah, exactly. I'll get you to talk to the boss about that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll, that'll go over like a lead balloon, I think. Right. I think so too. <laughs> um, so anyway, I was kind of, I uh, wanted to touch on Remembrance Day this week as we've mm-hmm. got Remembrance Day coming up uh, this week, uh, depending on which day you're listening. It right. is coming up this Thursday. Um, so Remembrance Day, there's, there's lots of different elements to it. And of course, uh, being in radio, we've got to meet uh, a lot of people. Uh, who have uh, had military backgrounds and and be able to interview them and kind of Mm -hmm. hear their stories. Uh, So when Remembrance Day comes uh, each year, what comes to your mind, Kim? Um, I guess like a lot of family members Mm -hmm. um, that, you know, fought in the wars and just think about them and where they were in their lives. And um, I really appreciate um, a lot of the, like, no stone left 
Yes. Alone. Like, I love that kind of, those are great ideas. Very cool initiative. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like, you know, when it comes to, like, younger kids, we are kind of getting away. We were getting away from that and what Remembrance Day was all about. So I feel like in the last few years, there's really that push to reconnect youth with um, with the day and wh- and why they have that day off. Like, it's not just a day to chill and, yeah. and uh, you know, be online. It yeah. is, you know. Remember, no, absolutely, and I think that's the the problem is you you get so you get removed from different generations, and you you know time goes on. Yeah, and as you're removed from those generations, maybe you're not talking to people who have a direct connection with that time. Right, Um, and then it not that it loses its meaning because it definitely doesn't, but. It doesn't come to mind with kids as much as it does for us or our parents. Right. Because we haven't experienced that in a long time. Thankfully. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, it, with me, it's interesting because I I definitely have had military in, uh, in my family, as mm-hmm. many folks have who've been Canadians for any long amount of time. There's definitely a veteran somewhere down the line yeah. probably with you. Um, but uh, my my grandparents or my uh, my my parents were not in the military but i i did have uh, family members and even uh, a couple of uh, friends from high school that made their way into the oh, military okay. and it's interesting to see where their careers have gone and and uh, kind of uh, they've kind of made their way but it, you know it all kind of got started with their their time in the military and I, I obviously i'm not very close with them anymore as they've moved kind of all across the world there's a couple of classmates that i'm thinking of right now Um, but they've kind of made it their way to travel the world a little bit and it's and it's kind of an interesting thing because uh, it is something where you're serving in Canada but there's a lot of different ways that people do it yeah and I have heard about that through friends too like you know they're posted in in Germany and they're living there for a bit and so it does give you that opportunity to kind of like see the world differently for sure yeah and the great thing too of course is in any community uh, that's you're listening to this right now, chances are you've got a legion. Chances are you've got uh, a, a ceremony that's going to be happening in your neck of the woods here in Fort Saskatchewan. Uh, it's going to be taking place at the Shell Theater. I know that they're asking folks to get tickets beforehand. It's it's free. They just yes. have a pet capacity. Obviously. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, if you can, uh, definitely uh, take a moment uh, this Remembrance Day to, to think about what it means to you, especially this day and age uh, with the, the digital age and, and all of this. Uh, hopefully there is that push, continued push, yeah. uh, to remember the importance of it uh, in our day-to-day lives. Absolutely. Now making a, a transition to something that is far <laughs> less important, uh, Adele special is oh, coming up yes, yes. this weekend, coming we, up on Sunday. We talked Sunday. about that a few weeks ago. We did. Um, were you a big Oprah person i was i really like her style in terms of interviewing and she and everybody really puts a lot of faith in her and a lot of trust in her so i find that it's just more casual than a lot of the other interviewers that you have out on the shows she was always a fantastic interviewer because i remember my mom would have oprah on after school every single day as she's making (laughs) supper um and i would always be excited when she'd have like an athlete on like when she'd have michael jordan on or she'd have like and she's like friends with them it's not just like you know like just someone like famous she actually so i feel like that brought a certain element to it as well definitely and so adele the reason i'm bringing up oprah is that we haven't really heard much from oprah for a while because she's had her own network and yeah for sure it's not as easily accessible no it's not it's not so oprah's doing the interview on cbs with adele yeah and i find adele to be an incredibly engaging 
engaging personality as well. Yeah. So I'm really interested to see how the connection works out with those two. And of course, the backdrop of this special, as Adele is one of the biggest artists in the world yeah, and has absolutely. been away for five years. That's why yeah. it's such a big deal is that it's uh, just at the L.A. Observatory, looking over the Hollywood Hills. That's where it is. Oh, it's... Okay, I saw, yeah. the, you know, I saw the promos for it, and it mm-hmm. looked very cool, but I didn't, I couldn't place it. And a very exclusive group that's in the crowd, apparently. Yeah. Okay. I would imagine there's going to be some celebrities scattered in there. So. Oh, Jennifer Lawrence for sure has to be there. Is, aren't they so? like besties? It uh, could be. I'm pretty I sure they're besties. I think I think they went in, uh, out on the town one night and they went karaokeing together. And that all showed up on social media the next day. You know what? I, speaking of friends, you know what was something interesting I found out? This week, yeah, and it's such a random piece of information, but I thought I'd share it with you because <laughs> yeah. maybe why you like, not? Maybe you like random information. Maybe I do. <laughs> Cameron Diaz, okay, and Snoop Dogg, okay, went to high school together. Really? Yes. Would never have guessed that. Well, there you go. And it's just—it's funny, you know. I every once in a while you hear of people who went to high school together. Yeah. Um. That ended up both being celebrities in two different worlds. Right. There's there's a good number of examples of this. I couldn't go through all of them right now, but that's definitely one. Is you got Cameron Diaz, who at one time was one of the biggest actresses yeah. in the world, yeah. and Snoop Dogg, one of the greatest rappers of all time. They weren't the same age though. They can't be the same age. Yes. No, they're not. Yes, they went to high school. Yeah. They were at least within three years of yeah, each other. Yeah, I guess. Hey. Yeah. I wouldn't picture that at all. Me neither. And I'd I would it would be interesting to see. Because apparently they did interact in high school, too. Cool. They, they knew. Can you imagine pulling out your album and there's Snoop Dogg? Like, and Cameron Diaz. <laughs> and Cameron Diaz. Oh, man. <laughs> I went to the wrong school, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so there's your random bit of information yeah, for today. Yeah, cool. Hey, speaking of, I, I guess, uh, speaking of uh, connections, um, I would imagine, I'm, I'm guessing because you were a Canadian broadcaster, let me guess someone you probably have interviewed at least once. Okay. Maybe you didn't, but this guy seems to have been interviewed by every Canadian DJ for the last like <laughs> 10, 15 years. Okay. Brent Butt. Okay. Did you ever interview? You know what? I was um, out of radio, I think, when that was oh, okay. really big. I was okay. having babies. You were in your, but... <laughs> in your baby hiatus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyways, Brent Butt, of course, the uh, the Funny. creator. Yeah. yeah. The creator and uh, the star of Corner Gas. Uh, the reason I bring it up is because uh, the Corner Gas uh, grain elevator burned down this week in oh. Rulo, Saskatchewan. But it didn't say Rulo on it. It said right. Dog, Dog yeah, River, Saskatchewan. Yeah, yeah. Because... That's where they, they base the show out of. And it's one of those comfort shows, kind of like The Office, kind of like, um, you know, th- those ones that you could just kind of sit down and watch at yeah. any time. And I remember when I was living in Saskatchewan, I mean, it would be on all the yeah. time. Yeah. But it was just, it really had the feel of Saskatchewan. Absolutely. And, and that's yeah. why people from Saskatchewan loved the show so much. Yeah. I think so, too. Like all the bunny hugs and all the those <laughs> references, right? All the references and and the jokes and just the way that characters kind of They were interacted. so quirky. They were. Like it reminded you of like a small town in rural wherever, right? Ex- exactly. Because you knew the people that were in there. Yeah. And especially when it comes to Canadian shows. Like... I feel the more authentic a Canadian show is, the better it is. Because right. like if you can connect to, to those little nuances, that's what makes it successful. Right. When you start having the 
I feel that if you, when you start having like the super serious crime shows based in downtown Toronto, right, it never really works out because people just don't associate that. Don't feel it. I want downtown Detroit or yeah, Michigan or well for sure. But you know, you think of the most successful Canadian shows recently. Kim's Convenience is one. Yeah, I actually worked with a guy whose parents owned a Korean grocery in Toronto. Okay, and he's like, "This is my life. Like this, right. these are the characters that come in and out of it." And so that obviously spoke to him and a right. good number of the immigrant communities uh, in in that. Even something like Trailer Park Boys. Yeah. You know, if you ever <laughs> lived in a trailer park, you know that there's interesting characters Absolutely. that pop up. And, yeah. Uh, you know, Letter Kenny's a good one, uh, a good spawn, a small town show. And, you know, there's many others. Beachcombers obviously was a big one yeah. for previous generation. But, yeah, I I feel that the more authentic and the more nuance the show can get about those those kind of uh those corners of canadian society the more yeah. successful it is yeah absolutely What's, more what, relatable. Do, what do you think your favorite canadian show of all time is oh my gosh justin that's a tough on a spot. one that is the tough one i'm not sure there's a I'm lot of sure. ones over the years i mean you could just pick like mr dress up <laughs> he, he's a favorite for everybody you could, yeah everybody loved mr dress up or the friendly giant yeah what was way this? up here yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, I like. You used to like a show. There's probably a no. You maybe this was when you were around that age too, because I I got it in kind of reruns. Do you remember a show called Today's Special? Nope. No. <laughs> no. You have uh, to understand though too. Like being young, we had what three stations? Like there was no cable or satellite right. or things like that. So we had three stations. But I think we this spent is... time outside. We didn't <laughs> sit inside watching TV. Well, but no, I don't remember that one. One day we'll have to talk about today's special. Yeah. But anybody who's listening who is around my age, around, you know, mid-30s, yeah. you probably remember this airing at some point. But uh, uh, speaking of TV, massive TV debut oh, this week. Yes! Eight million viewers just in the States alone. I'm sure it was massive in Canada. Yeah. Um Yellowstone. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, that fr- did you, okay. Where, I clear your calendar. <laughs> what is your relationship with Yellowstone? Have you are you up to the current? Oh yes, absolutely. Okay, good. Absolutely. Yeah. Because we haven't talked about this before. No, we haven't. So did you watch the recent the two I episodes? Did. I did. The first fifteen minutes when they answer all of the cliffhangers right, from the from previous the f- scene, yes. I couldn't turn away. Yeah, absolutely. And Beth, Heart's just pounding. And Beth Dutton had probably six or seven lines that were laugh out loud funny yeah. or super yeah. direct. Oh, yeah, man. it was really good. So are you the typical lady who's in love with Rip? Not really. It's so funny because I remember him from Dazed and Confused. Yeah. And he was not cute in Dazed and Confused either. The, the beard helps him out quite no. a bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, if I was older, um, like, heck, Kevin Costner is uh, always a catch. Well, look at those Wranglers. Even, even the young gals. Yeah. Are loving the the scruffy Kevin yeah, Costner. Absolutely. Though he looked a little too scruffy coming out of uh, the hospital. He needed a little bit of a episode. buzz. Yeah, he did. So, who, who, who's your favorite character on the show? I love Beth. He, she's great. Hundred like, percent. I just feel her like she's so well spoken and and the way she talks. It's you know like when the kid said, "Are you a therapist?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because she's she's been that character throughout the whole thing. Yeah. Where she has all this like. I don't know, just worldly advice or like she's been there, done that. And she's just seen everything and she's just so well spoken with it, I guess. One of the great parts of the show, uh, I know I've talked to my friends about this, is that 
every character, for the most part, with the exception of like Tate, the kid, or whatever, there's good parts to that character and there's bad parts. Right. Nobody's completely good. Nobody's really completely bad, except for a couple of villains on the show. Right. It. There's nuance to everything, and I think that's – it's like real life. Yeah. I like that part of it, Yeah, too. it's good. So anyways, if you haven't been in on Yellowstone, I don't – Where have you been? Where have you been? This is one <laughs> – it's on Amazon Prime if you want to watch yeah. it. This this is a show that episode after episode will draw you in somehow. Yeah. And, you know, even the music and the lifestyle and, and just looking at – The scenery. The scenery oh. is unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, that will draw you in, I think. Absolutely. Just as much as the rest, yeah. Speaking of drawing me in, oh, it has been a good time to be an Oilers fan, Kim. Oh, my gosh. Yes, oh, yes, I'm yes. I'm telling you. I have watched that goal so many times already. I, so good. I have – I remember – at the end of the night, because uh, Rochelle was upstairs watching, like, she was catching up on, like, Grey's Anatomy or, like, oh, yeah. her yeah. Station 19 or whatever yeah. the show is. And uh, I was watching the Oilers game. And she just kept on, like, texting me, like, what are you yelling about? What are you yelling about? Because I'm downstairs and, yeah. I, like, they're coming back. They score. They come back. They score. And then, of course, you get the Connor McDavid goal. And it just blows up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not only the game, but of course across social media as well. Absolutely. So I come up to the bedroom after the game's over. The Oilers have won six five, and I hop on the bed. And I'm like, "You need to see this." Like, yeah. She's like, "I've seen it already. It's all over my Facebook. <laughs> all over. I've seen it twenty times yeah. already." And, oh wow! And that yeah. was within five minutes. Yeah. Of it, right. There are so many good personalities yes. um, and players on the team this year. And they are just clicking and they are having fun. Yeah. This is the first time I have seen the Oilers have fun. Smiles on their Holy faces. Holy smokes. Connor yeah. McDavid lost like 10 years. Yeah, yeah. Like he was looking so old and gruffy there. And now like look at him like everybody and like Jesse with the <laughs> bison. Like that is an ongoing thing that he can like he'll have that forever. And he dressed up as the bison king for Halloween. He did. <laughs> that's so, so great. Funny. So great. But I think that's the thing. And I think that's what's, what's drawing drawing me in even more this year. Yeah. And everybody else. I is think that so too. already we're, we're this far into the season and you already have these personalities showing and everybody has their favorite, whether it's like Zach Hyman, the new guy, is the incredible, like one of the most incredibly hardworking people in hockey. So he's getting by not necessarily on raw talent, but everybody can appreciate the work he puts in. Plus, he's a nice guy. And yeah. he's Connor McDavid and Julian Dreisaitl are the hands down the two best players in the world. Yeah. Yes, he is hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And every kid from from here to Athabasca loves him. Yeah, they're now with the new Oilers Definitely. jersey for sure. And then you've got some of the the other guys uh, that, you know, Zach Cassian's the fighter and everybody's yeah. got their role and their personality. Yeah, absolutely. I really hope they go far this year. Me too. Me th- too. There's something special. There is. Absolutely. All right. It is time oh, for dear. your one good thing. Kim, do you want me to go first? Yes, I do. As you, as you figure out what but, yours is? No, you go first. Sorry. Uh, okay, I'll go first. I am going to focus on football. Oh, that, I was going to go there, too. But that's go okay. For, go for it. Okay. Go for it. I, I think, you, no, we're going to go for two different footballs. Cause I, sure, because I there know, are two. Yes. At least. At I least. Know, I know which one you're going with. Oh, really? I think so. Okay, well, you go first. I'll go with the Sherwood Park side of the story. And Salisbury Composite High School Nice. won the city championship. Which was awesome. Yeah, yeah. But on top of that, 
they are ranked number one in the province for all high schools going into the provincial playdowns, which start on the 20th. Okay, I was going to ask you when those started. Yeah. So that's a bit of a different situation because it breaks down where there's the city championships, and it's not necessarily just the champion that goes to that second round. I believe it's the top two in each division go into the final four, as it were. Gotcha. And so Sal is ranked number one. Uh, They play a a school from Calgary in a semifinal, and then hopefully they're back in the finals uh, for provincials. But by the sounds of it and by the play that they've had, they're just a juggernaut this year. And let's hope they can uh, continue that because it's really impressive. And, you know, Bev Facey gets a lot of the uh, the accolades a lot of the time when it comes to football. Right. Chuba Hubbard and all yeah, the great absolutely. Uh, uh, athletes that they've put out yeah. that have gone to, to the next level. But Salisbury has really shown themselves this year. And I am looking forward to, to them having a, a big performance when it comes to provincial playdowns in the next couple of weeks. Awesome. Well, yeah, and locally, like the... Um Falcons have done amazing too. They sure have the, the next the next generation of football players. Yeah, actually, so much football in the news right now. Mm-hmm. So it's been absolutely great. Like, look at the the Edmonton Football Club helping that person on the side of the road. Oh, in, that's in right, Saskatchewan. Yep. Like, that's right. Wow. Yep. Like, it's just such a really cool community. I think I'm drawn into that as well. They do so much in the community. There's so many parents and so many kids involved in so many different projects with football, and yep. then they play football. And they're doing great. And I think the synergy that they've created now between minor football and high school football and even getting onto that next level where there's a kind of a clear path forward and it's all kind of under the same banner. Yeah. It really helps to like to find those teams and to find those those next players that you want to really look into yeah. uh, because it's it's able to uh, to create kind of this ecosystem for football players here in Alberta and it's really working out great so far. Well, and you know, I haven't really like paid that much attention to local football um, this year, especially though, because I feel like they're all sharing on social media mm-hmm. and they're really like connecting that way. Like the Edmonton elite are like commenting on the Falcons, the Falcons all yep. the time. And you know, yeah, we welcome home, you know, yep, like definitely. we've been so lucky to have that as a community as well. So I feel like that, that just, I don't know. It's all good things. It is. All good things. And I expect with, especially, you know, the Fort Falcons, Falcons and the, the parents and the coaches involved, mm-hmm. they're so incredibly passionate. They are. They're, what they're doing right now in real time, and I hope that, that parents listening realize this, is they are creating that um, that football community here in Fort Saskatchewan that is going to be looked upon, or even is right now, mm-hmm. looked upon at other communities saying, we want to do that. They're yeah. kind of a role model in how it should be done yeah. uh, from the ground uh, grassroots and Absolutely. kind of you build up from there. Uh, So I expect the next 10, 15 years of Fort Saskatchewan football to be massively successful. Yeah. So these kids are going to end up going to Fort High. They're going to end up playing for the Sting. And, you know, we're going to start to see it pay dividends and championships. That's basically how it's going to go, I think. Yeah, I think so, too. It's been great. It has been. So that is the the one good thing that we each have this week, and it both both have to do with uh, the pigskin, the football. And uh, that about wraps things up for me for this week. Kim, how about you? What a busy week. It has been. And there's going to be lots of busy weeks coming ahead as we get uh, through November. Yeah. Closer to Christmas Christmas. time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll start talking about Christmas gift ideas pretty soon. Ooh. So stick around and make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play. We sure would appreciate it. Kim, hope you have an awesome week. You too.